This week is about the little things. Making a small change that makes something important easier to do or focusing on people instead of tasks, maybe avoiding distractions, or finding a simple message that brings clarity to your work, or maybe plugging into a community. None of this week's daily emails were earth-shattering or focused on big changes, but that's the whole point. It's the small changes that matter. Making one or two small changes today lets us invest a couple of extra minutes in supporting someone who needs it, and that's where the big change happens. Hello, colleagues, and welcome to the Assistant Principal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Frederick Buskey. I've been growing leaders and future leaders for over 30 years. Through my own experiences and through working with hundreds of other leaders, I've learned that school leadership is a journey that occurs in three phases. Urgent leaders spend their time completing tasks, but intentional leaders invest their time building systems. However, strategic leaders create time by growing people. In 2018, I founded Strategic Leadership Consulting to help make this journey more enjoyable for leaders like you. Through my daily email, monthly microjournal, online community, and my upcoming book, and of course, this podcast, I keep you company on this journey and provide you with actionable ideas and tools to live and lead better today and tomorrow. Today's episode of Five for Friday recaps the strategic leadership emails for the week of February 6th through 10th, 2023. As I was actually recording this podcast, I realized that this week's messages really related to that second part of the journey. Remember in this intro, I say that urgent leaders spend their time completing tasks, but intentional leaders invest their time building systems. And it's that building systems part that actually allows us then to move into doing more of that strategic leader work of creating time by growing people. On Monday, I examined the idea of decreasing friction. We can think of a friction point as anything that kind of slows us down or sticks us. And although these friction points can be small, they can actually be enough to stop us from taking action. A good example of this, the example I used was about my backpacking, how in my head, my backpack is ready to go. And if I decide that I want to get out of town for 24 hours and spend the night next to a river on a mountaintop, I can just pick up my bag and go. But the truth is it's really not already because my bag sits in a closet downstairs while my clothes that I usually wear backpacking sit in a closet upstairs. And I never have meals prepared ahead of time. So I always have to stop and make meals for myself. And so these little points of friction, although none of them are really big or significant, it's just enough to add up to slow me down and make me less likely to go out. I think one of the big ways that friction comes across in our work as school leaders, or at least a good example of it, involves doing observations and then feeling like we always have to leave feedback. And I know I've talked to assistant principals who have a minute or two to get into a classroom, but then they think, oh, if I go in the classroom, then I need to come out and I need to write a note and put it on their door or put it in their box. And it's not a big deal, but it's 
just enough friction to stop people from getting into classrooms. Now, part of the way to decrease that particular point is to adopt my framework of the four patterns of observation and to let teachers know that you're doing performative observations just for your benefit. And remember, in that performative observation, we don't give feedback because the, the observation is just for our benefit. And so we're not trying to give feedback for the benefit of the teacher. So sometimes just adopting very specific language and sharing that language with your teachers is an easy way to decrease friction in what you're doing and allow you then to focus on some of the things that are more important. And by the way, if you're interested in hearing more on the four patterns of observation, if you missed that show back in October, that was episode 65 and you can find it on our website at frederickbusky.com backslash AP podcast, or of course on Apple or Spotify or whatever your preferred listening program is. Okay, onward with the week. On Tuesday, I wrote about forgoing a task in favor of investing time in a person. And the email was inspired by Tuesday's podcast guest, Eleanor McCauley. I hope you listened to that. It's just a, a wonderful interview and explanation by Eleanor of how she sets up her instructional leadership team and how she builds mechanisms and systems so that she's able to focus on her priority of getting out into classrooms and working with teachers. And I shared a personal example from when I was still at Clemson University, right before I pre-tired to do this work and how I said to myself one day, I love 90% of what I do, but I'm not having any fun. And it really was just after this interview with Eleanor that I realized one of the big challenges. At the time, I just thought I was doing too much and moving too fast and you know, it's just a grind. And there's an element of truth to that. But what I just realized last week was that the real problem was that I was focused on tasks instead of people. The irony here is that most of what we do is somehow in service of people, but we get focused on the task itself instead of the service to the person. And so a really simple shift we can make is when we approach tasks is to be thinking about the people behind the task. If we're having to develop an alternative schedule for some kind of special program that's coming into the school, we're developing that schedule in order to serve the teachers and in order to serve the students. And so when we engage with them in that work, or we think about them as we do that work, it becomes more meaningful and more powerful. On Wednesday, I shared a message and a picture about my son Colin's new puppy, Ruby. And I talked about how in training Ruby, She's becoming much better at sitting and not jumping on people and coming when we call. But as soon as there's a distraction in the environment, all bets are off. 
she hears a truck horn or another dog barking or there are more than two people in the room, she just gets all excited and running around and she totally loses focus on what we're supposed to be working on, on the training that's going forward. And you can think about this, you can see this happening in our schools all the time, how we're trying to focus on one thing, educating kids and supporting and growing teachers, but we have a new initiative coming in, or we have a new curriculum, or we're using a new text, or there is going to be some big special program. And all of these things come in and can really distract us from the work of just teaching kids and helping support and grow our teachers. So I encourage people in the intention to just think about all the change that's going on around them and see if you can quiet it down or eliminate things so that you can just focus on that important work. On Thursday, I shared another tidbit of the interview of Eleanor McCauley. And one of the things she said was, every building, every class, every day. And if you listen to that, you remember that her building, her school is kind of set up in a couple of separate buildings. So her goal is to get into every one of those buildings and then visit every class every single day. And that little mantra really helps keep her focused on what's most essential in her work. So I encourage people to think about a few simple words that communicate one single idea to help you keep focused on on what is most essential. I'll give an example from my life right now. So much of my work is in isolation and it gets really easy for me to get focused on the words and what I'm writing and the ideas. And again, kind of forget about the people. And then all of this stuff starts to feel mundane. So to help me remember that I'm connecting with people and that I'm serving people and that I'm not sitting here at my desk alone. My mantra right now is this moment is sacred. It helps me remember that the work I'm doing, even if it's in isolation, it is important and it is something that leads to community and has an impact on people. So that little, this is, this moment is sacred, which I've taped to my computer reminds me to live in this moment and to embrace the moment and opportunities that I have in it. So maybe take some time this weekend and think about what is the essence of your work? What's the thing that you really need to focus on that's going to bring you meaning? And how do you capture that in a couple of key words that you can repeat to yourself throughout the day, that you can repeat to yourself when the craziness happens and when you're being distracted like that puppy Ruby that we talked about yesterday. On Friday, I shared a little bit about my mastermind group and a mastermind group consists of a small number of people who share some common interest. And in, in my case, I work with six other entrepreneurs who are all focused on creating and running virtual communities. We share expertise, we help each other solve problems. And because we all come from different sectors, we bring a variety of perspectives that's really valuable. I took this idea of the mastermind and shifted it to you and your work and being a leader and how important community is for the very same reasons. We should all be really focused on supporting and growing teachers 
but we're all coming from different schools and have different experiences. And so if you can bring yourself into a community, you get the value of those different perspectives. You get the value of all of the different experiences that people have had. And you're reminded that you are connected to community, that you're human and you're being human with other people. There are lots of places that you can find professional communities. I've mentioned a couple times here that there's the Principal's Desk, which is a free Facebook community. You can go online and find lots of communities with consultants like me. Speaking of me, we have the Assistant Principal Community, Apex, if you're interested in that. That's a paid program. Or you can hit me up on LinkedIn where we actually have a free group for Assistant Principals. So there are lots of options for you out there. The important thing is plug yourself into a community. Okay, so this week was all about some small ideas. But before we go, I encourage you to make an intentional choice to take something you've heard today and to reflect more deeply and to act on it. If you already have a clear idea for what that is, that's great. If not, let me offer three possibilities. Hopefully there's at least one of these ideas that resonated with you. So try embracing it, whether it's decreasing a small spot of friction, focusing on people instead of tasks, maybe avoiding a distraction, just avoid one next week, finding a simple message that brings clarity to your work, or maybe finding a community. The second thing you can do is forward this show link to a colleague and say, you've got to listen to this. There are some great ideas. Let's talk. Thirdly, you can identify one big takeaway or question from this episode and share it with me. You can share written audio or video messages with me simply by emailing me at frederick at frederickbuskey.com. Thank you for including me on your leadership journey. Remember that you can walk more with me by subscribing to my daily email and quadrant two, my monthly microjournal. And if that's not enough, we can walk further together in Apex, my virtual paid community for assistant principals. Apex helps you network with other APs and participate in group coaching with me. You can learn more about Apex and all my other offerings at my website at frederickbuskey.com. I look forward to seeing you again Tuesday when we dive into what it means to be a mentor. I'm Frederick Buskey, and thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Assistant Principal Podcast. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Cheers.